I'm Batman. I've always wanted to do that. Got the theme music from the uh, latest, The Batman, with the second largest pandemic opening, taking in nearly $130 million over the weekend of the box office. Joining us now, film and TV critic Mariska Fernandez. Mariska, good afternoon. Appreciate you joining us. Hey, Jeff. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm well, thanks. Uh, first off, we were wondering aloud earlier this afternoon. Hopefully you can help us out, clear, clear this up for us, uh, Mariska. Is it the Batman or the Batman? I would think it is the Batman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'm with you as well. I just uh, We weren't clear. We had this big debate going on in the office earlier today. But uh, yes, I'm with you. The Batman. So give us your take on the Robert Pattinson to begin with. Uh, how is he as the Batman? Oh, he's fantastic. And I, I do know that there was, uh, there was when it was first announced that he was going to be Batman, there was this conversation, you know, of, it's a curious casting choice. But I, let me just say, after watching it twice already, he is the perfect choice for this because it's very different from what we have seen in the past. You know, he's more grounded and gritty and broken, and he kind of does that all in spades. So it was it was fun watching him do that on this big screen. Uh, after having seen all his films and seen Batman movies as well, I really liked and enjoyed watching this version for sure. Okay, that's interesting. I haven't seen the film as of yet, but the way you describe it is Pattinson's take on Batman, maybe similar, similar story to Daniel Craig when he took over 007, when you mentioned it's more gritty, more broken, that, that sort of thing, because that's kind of what Daniel Craig is credited doing with 007. Is that what Robert Pattinson is doing with the Batman? Yeah, I can say so. You could say that in this, uh, because it's this is more like a detective um detective story you know it's more um grounded with that sense but yeah i would I, I think you could put that together for sure okay and uh, were you surprised at the 130 million dollar box office take as i mentioned the second largest since the uh pandemic i mean i know there's a lot of fans a lot of batman fans and there was a lot of uh pent up uh i don't know demand if you will uh for this uh film but uh, did it shock you it took in 130 million i mean that's a big number I, I, you know what? I wasn't surprised because there's a lot of anticipation for a film like this. I mean, it's the first solo live action film since what? The two, 2012's Dark Knight Rises. That's a long time. And there's a lot, a lot of fans who want to see this story play out on the big screen. So I wasn't surprised, really. I wasn't. And especially given the two year pandemic that we've had, this is one of the biggest films to hit theaters. So for sure. And I know a lot of movie theater uh, owners, chains, uh, very happy to see this and welcome uh, people uh, back. And it should not be lost on us, by the way, that the uh, biggest opening next to the Batman was uh, the Spider-Man or Spider-Man yes. uh, back home at like $260 million. So what is it? Why do we have kind of this enduring love affair, do you think, uh, with these types of movies and uh, these superheroes? I think it's 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 there's this evolution because it's the comic book characters that we have seen and loved in every generation. They always bring something new to the table. So, so I think with for at least I'm speaking about in terms of the Batman is his evolution from the 1930s. We've seen him as a comic book character. Then we saw the TV series in the 60s, and now as in all these different films that have taken taken shape i think over the years i think there's something iconic about just seeing superheroes seeing them come back to the screen and with batman he's like the most human of them all you know without any superpowers or anything and then again we see his backstory and it's something different that we've seen in the past films 
I think there's something that people like to see in terms of, at least in terms of escapism, when we go to the movies. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, the Batmans of past, uh, Adam West, the TV uh, Batman. I was reading this really interesting article uh, over the weekend. It was a collection of interviews with everybody from Adam West uh, through to uh, George Clooney. I mean, keep going uh, throughout all the actors that have played Batman over history. And they were all talking, Mariska, about just uh, how tough it was or whatever uh, bat suit they had to wear that uh, the suit is like the most challenging thing about playing this character <laughs> i have heard that i have heard that it's funny how we think about different things of what could be the most challenging thing for actors in their role and it turns out it was the bat suit eh <laughs> well I exactly and i loved uh, ben affleck uh his uh, quote amongst them all really sort of uh, caught my eye caught my uh, attention when he was talking <laughs> about zipper? yeah but <laughs> Uh, oh, actually, uh, I hadn't seen the. I did see that part there too. He said, "There's no zipper, so it's hard to go to the bathroom in the middle of filming." Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what uh, Clooney had given it. You know, George Clooney gave some advice to Affleck. He's like, "If I tell you one thing, it is to make sure they put a zipper on that suit." <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> but uh, I have this quote from uh, Ben Affleck, who said that quote: "It's a nightmare when you can't turn your head and you're supposed to be fighting people." And by the way, having a cape is silly when you're in a fight anyways, but we're just going to ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's actually something that most of the actors who have worn these suits have said that it's claustrophobic, um, including Michael Keaton and Christian Bale. And then even Rob actually had said at one point that it is it is really hard for them to, I guess, even do any of the action scenes or anything. But they've often said that, yes, it is claustrophobic uh, carrying out the scenes. Yeah, it uh, never occurred to me till I read this uh, interview, uh, this collection of interviews, just uh, how tough it would be to fight crime when you can barely turn your head. It's, yeah, it's got to be a disadvantage. Uh, having said all of that, just finally, uh, with this $130 million uh, opening, is this uh, Robert Pattinson's role for the next uh, little while for the foreseeable future? He's Batman? I think so. I really do think so that given the, the fans have loved it, critics have loved it, I do think that we, there is there is a room and a space more to see more of his evolution. And now, now we have seen his backstory. This is more before he became the Playboy millionaire, right? This is all about him being traumatized with his parents' death. And there's a different version that we have seen now. And I think there's room for him to grow as, uh, as fully form himself as uh, Batman or rather Bruce Wayne. So I think so. All right. Just finally, do you expect the box office Mariska to grow actually for this film? I have a feeling that there were super fans just waiting for this uh, for this uh, opening. But now that it's happened and it's making news, I have a feeling there's kind of a word of mouth buzz building about the Batman. Absolutely. Um, with, with, among the critics, there was all, we already had like all this buzz going on about what we think about the movie before it's uh, before it released. And now that everyone's talking about it, I've got friends and family saying, oh, we should go see it. You want to see it? And I've already seen it twice. And I think I'll probably go see it again as well. But I d definitely think that this box office buzz will continue for the next few weeks. Uh, hopefully. All right. We will wait and see. Mariska, really appreciate the time with us this afternoon. Thanks so much for this. Thanks so much for having me, Jeff. It was a pleasure. Likewise. Film and TV critic Mariska Fernandez with us. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. 
<laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.